Welcome to the Leaner Stronger podcast. So today I'm just going to run through how to set up your year for success. We're going to talk about what you need to do in regards to last year and then how we're going to look forwards into next year with both respects to in respect to your fitness and your nutrition. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love to hear some feedback. So either write a review um, or a comment below. I'd love to know what you think. Hi. Happy New Year. We've just entered 2021. Um, well, at least at the time of the recording, whenever you're listening to this, you may not have done, but at recording. We've just entered 2021. We've just finished the weirdest year I've ever lived through. Um, presumably most of you as well that are listening or watching. Um, coronavirus has, has literally taken over the world and changed the way life is being lived at the moment we're in tier four gyms are shut again bit of a bum up we're back to the good old home training which isn't actually that bad we can make it work and we'll get through it so it's fine but now being the beginning of the year it's a classic time for new year's resolutions and, and new goals i wanted to talk today about setting up the year for success because i think the setup for the year is really important and if we can set ourselves up, we put ourselves in a much better position to succeed, achieve, get the results that we're looking for because we actually have a plan of action. And I'll say this all the time in terms of having a training plan and things like that. It's a really, really useful thing to do because we can we can uh, we have something to work towards and follow that will get us towards the goal that we're looking for. And the same goes for the whole generalized nutrition, fitness and things like that because having a plan for the year ahead, or at least a few months ahead, gives us that direction. But before we go into the setup of the year, we actually want to start off by reflecting on the year we've just had. Now, you can reflect at any point in time. It just so happens it's January and December, you know, the turn of the year makes it a, an easy time in the calendar to do such a thing. So when we're reflecting, we want to think about just a few questions that you answer truthfully, honestly to yourself about the life that you've lived in that previous year or a few months, whatever time frame you want to do it on. What went well? Make that the first question. What positives can you extract from the last few months? Um, Naturally, we're talking about health and fitness, but this can actually be about any aspect of life as well. So get everything out on paper. See what really was good for you in the previous year. You know, even with 2020, it may seem like a negative year because coronavirus has really hampered our normal living. Um, but we can take a lot away from it. We've been opened up to this world of training at home when maybe we can't access the gym. And that's a really cool thing because now a lot of people realise they have the ability to do things at home. Even if the gyms are open, there's there's this idea that now, oh, do you know what? If I can't make the gym, I can just do something in my living room, my garden, front room, bedroom, whatever it is. We can make, you know, my one-to-one clients, my online clients have made some pretty tight spaces work. 
there's very few spaces that are too small to get something done. Failing that, going out for a walk or a cycle have been really big things that some of our clients have done um, to help keep themselves on top of themselves. You know, massive mental aspect to it all as well in, you know, being locked up inside for a lot of the, the year and we're now appreciating the outdoors a little bit more. Um, but there can be lots of positives that we can take. Did you reach your goal that you had, if you had one for last year, etc., etc., etc.? Once you've reflected on what's gone well, we then want to reflect on maybe what didn't go quite to plan, not so well. Um, and then on top of that, I suppose, what could you have done better, if at all? Was there any controllables that didn't go so well that you would have hoped did? And what could you have possibly done that you can either do this following year um, or just be aware of what could have been done. Naturally, if there's anything uncontrollable, you can re you can reflect on those. You can't really control these things. You know, we can't control the fact that COVID came and changed our lives for the for the short term. But it's just you know we have to take these things into consideration. There's a lot of factors at play here. Then you can reflect on everything as a whole. And this is just nice in general. It's a good thing to do. Now, again, with my one-to-one -one clients and my online clients, we actually do this on a weekly slash two-weekly basis um, where we just reflect on the week that's been or the two weeks that's been, reflect on the good, reflect on the bad, what have we learnt, did we achieve the goals we set out to achieve? Now, they might not be as big as our 12-month goals, but they're, you know... Their weekly goals where we're just trying to change one little bit every week just to be that tiny percentage better than we were the week before um, and actually if things don't go don't go as well or to plan as we would have liked then this reflection kind of gives ourselves that kick up the bum so to say to go right this week i need to do x y and z to be just that slightly bit better than last week um because I think it's in James Clear's Atomic Habits book. Very good book for those that want to know how to get into habits a bit better. If you're 1% better every day of a year, you end up about 37% better across the year, which is huge, massive. And 1% a day is not a lot. So it's just this, this accumulation of marginal, very, very small improvements that accumulate into something really quite big. And that's massive. That's that's awesome. Uh, and that's what we should all be striving towards. And the beauty of health and fitness, I suppose, is that there's no real end goal. We can constantly change the goalposts that we're aiming for. Even if you hit a, hit a weight that you're trying to hit or hit a body shape or a body fat percentage or a certain look, you know, we've got skills we can learn. We've got different challenges we can test ourselves out. We've got different components of fitness. Um, which and this leads into the next bit so once you've done your reflection we then want to look towards the year ahead and setting some goals is a Im really important piece of this um, I'm sure you know if you guys are into your health and fitness you may have seen it all over the place on social media etc uh, the trainers we talk about goals a lot and it's just it's a direction it you, your goal at the beginning of the year may change as the year goes on. It depends on your motivations and, and, and what happens in the run-up towards the, the first goal. 
you may suddenly discover new aspects of fitness that think, oh, I'd like to do that slightly instead. That's fine. But just having that initial goal and an initial target to hit just gets the ball rolling a little bit more smoothly because when once we have a goal, we can then think about building a plan to reach that goal, um, which then leads into like planning sessions, etc. And then we have something to follow to achieve. So if you find the idea of a 12 month goal quite scary, split the year up into quarters. So you've got January to March, April to June, July to September, and then October to December. And just work three months at a time. Go, right, okay, in three months, by the end of March, I'd like to have done X, Y, or Z. You know, build up my squat, learn to lift. 36 sessions, so three sessions a week in the gym. I think my masters are right on that. Um, it can be anything, whatever the goal may be for you. Learn a new skill, enter a competition, run a 10K. The possibility for the goals is, is genuinely huge. But having one in the first place is important. If, they're, if you're struggling to think of anything or think of goals or have a few ideas but you're not sure which one to go for first, feel free to drop me a message. Um, send me an email and I will, I'll be there to help you decide and decipher all your ideas. Once we have the goal in mind, it's then having your starting position known. So you know where you're coming from so that we can, again, when it comes to the reflection, three months, six months, nine months, 12 months down the line, we know how far we've come. So it's things like, if your goal is to change your body the way it looks, body fat, body weight, for example, take some measurements. So that's like getting a tape measure around your arms, waist, hips, thighs, things like that. So you have numbers to track. Log them in an Excel spreadsheet or something like that, nice and simple, or somewhere where you know you can find them again later on down the line. And then, you, like I say, you can reflect back. If it's a strength thing, if you're looking to continue to build muscle, again, measurements are good because then you can see the changes in muscle size. If, if you're someone that wants to build up your strength and build muscular size. Or again, if you're looking more for a strength aspect, what numbers can you lift with the lifts, so to say, with good technique? You know, um, so maybe you could grab a film of yourself doing uh, some lifts in the gym or at home, whatever it may be. Uh, certain skills you're trying to practice, like handstands. What's your your attempt at the beginning of the year? So then, a couple of months down the line, we can look back and go, "Wow, that's how far I've come." Or this could do a little, little bit of work. Or I need to focus on here a little bit more. Uh, it's just extra data, and it sounds really like. Geeky dorky, I don't know. I don't know how to. It sounds quite anal to have such data, but even like progress photos, I'm just thinking in my head when I'm working with clients. Like progress photos are always the ones where a lot of clients feel like, oh, not sure I want to do that. And then a few months down the line, after I've you know explained to them that it's it's good for you know we can track these things over time. When they see themselves in three six months time, they're like. I'm glad I did that because wow, 
I never realised I could change so much. Because when we're living in our own bodies every day, sometimes our perception of how far we've come can just be a bit warped. We just don't really feel like we've changed that much. I've had clients that have lost 10 kilos and be like, I don't feel any different. But then when they see the first, they're like, oh shit, I really have changed. And I just never realised. Because you're in your skin, you see yourself every day in a mirror, etc., etc., etc. So knowing that starting position is, is super useful. Then, so then we're, we're, we're almost set in terms of your, your setup for, for the year ahead. You've got your goals, you know where you're starting. It's then a case of just building out the plan-ish for, like I say, break it up into quarters or for the year, you know, with training and stuff, you never know what little niggles might come along. And like I say, you never know what's gonna happen with things like COVID. Now we have pan this pandemic, you never know the gym access is gonna change. So keeping it kind of two to three month blocks it's probably a good idea right now. Plan your training, but plan for some wiggle room. This will probably be why a big consideration slash piece of advice for you is to be flexible with yourself. So if you want to set yourself like a tough goal of training five days a week, but gym shut, work gets busy, life gets busy, whatever it may be, and you suddenly can't train five times a week, rather than beating yourself up because you can't stick to such a strict regime, you actually want to build some flexibility into that plan. So say, if we take my example here, if you wanted to train five times a week, uh, which you may already know within you is gonna be tough because you've never done it before, you may want to plan for three to four sessions that you know can almost definitely happen every week and that fifth one can be almost like a bit of a bonus if it happens fantastic if it doesn't you don't need to stress about it um, and those numbers can be worked to whatever the goal is um, and whatever you can you can fit within your your time and this flexibility also flips 100% into the nutrition side of things so if you're finding yourself kind of going for the whole new year resolution of I need to start a new diet but you've been saying that for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years and you're in the same spot in the same January the 1st still going right I'm starting today da, 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 da. in your reflection we need to be thinking well it hasn't worked for 5, 10, 15, 20 years so what's different about this year if you're constantly following these really strict routines exercise nutrition doesn't matter which one to be honest and you don't give yourself that flexibility or wiggle room to give yourself some time off or to have days that might not go to plan that's why we end up giving up a lot of the time in february for example january is a classic for going off booze and things like that and and got things like Lent where you give up something for 40 days but then you get back on it. Giving things up and being super strict can work for some people. I'm not saying it doesn't but if you're someone that seems to be going through the same routine every year to end up finishing the year in the same places where you started it i.e. going 
I need to do a diet, then it's obviously not working for you. I'm trying to choose the words wisely because I'm not saying these things don't work. They do. But if you're continuously doing it every year, it's probably not working for you. So you need to find something different, which might mean you need to just begin to think about looking away from specific diets per se and learning a bit more about food and training, which is what I'm doing podcasts like this for and videos like this for. So that you can start to educate um, and you can start learning some new things, new perceptions, new perspectives of how we can look into our food and our training. Um, and that's a cool thing. If it hasn't worked for 20 years, that's fine. That's also not an issue. You've got 20 years worth of experience of what doesn't work for you, which means when someone asks you the question, what doesn't work for you, you, you can be like, oh, I've got 20 years worth of stuff that doesn't work. Um, which narrows down the option list for what could work for you. And it's just exploring them. So, but with that flexibility, I think I've gone off on a tangent there, but with the flexibility aspect, there aren't things that are good or bad necessarily in context. We need to find the things that are better for you personally and things that don't really work for you. Do less of the things that don't work for you. Do more of the things that do work for you. Build them into habits every month that goes by. And 12 months down the line, hopefully you'll have improved habits that work for you a bit better. Improved training where you've progressed through the year, learned new skills, got stronger, changed body shape, whatever the goal may be. And like I say, in terms of that stuff, that's for another time. But the setting up happens now. So what you can do now is go and ask yourself the reflection questions I've mentioned. So what went well last year? What didn't go quite so well? And what could you have done potentially differently, if at all? You then want to be, and physically write these down. I would physically write these down, or if you'd, like I said, if you need the accountability, shoot them over to me in an email uh, or a message. I'll, I'll more than happily read these things. I love love the idea of the planning. Set yourself some goals. So what do you want to achieve in the next three months, six months, nine, 12 months, whatever that may be. Is it a skill, get stronger, change body shape? Try and be quite specific with it. Don't just say lose weight or get stronger. Um, give yourself some time frames as well. Again, if you get stuck with that, drop me a message. And then start by knowing your position. So take some progress photos, uh, get your measurements, your weight. Maybe take some notes of how strong you are on certain things. And then you, you, you're set. Um, then you can look into it, making yourself a plan. If you want to make your own plan, that's cool. If getting a plan is, is something that you need help with, then obviously look into getting a coach. Obviously, I coach clients as well so I coach clients both on, online and with my one-to-ones um, but you guys may listen to other coaches that you really like the look of so go and talk to a coach get their ideas as to how they think you could go um, 
go with your goals along the line and then maybe maybe think about going down that pathway and then from there just keep reflecting with with every couple of weeks that go on a couple of months keep looking back at how far you've come and then you can make the tweaks and the changes going forwards so that hopefully by the time you get to December next year or this year now 2021 sorry um, you've progressed and you are in a better position than you started this year and you're going to feel good about yourself so hopefully that was useful if you did like that and that you found anything useful I'd love to hear from you um, any feedback is always appreciated and if you need to reach out to me for any particular reason want to show me the goals or anything that I've said today just shoot me an email and I'll be more than happy to to speak with you and look at your goals going forward that'd be awesome see you later